Welcome once again, listeners, to Fate's Rest. Last time, our adventurers had a little bit of, I guess, downtime. Would you guys care to elaborate? Mm-hmm. Not really, no, because my notes suck. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know that I'd classify it as downtime so much as get up and go time, but... <laughs> she watches um, breakfast time. Yeah, for those of you who decided to hop in at episode 32 instead of listening to everything else, uh, or, you know, I guess it's been a whole week. Last time, basically, we had a fancy breakfast. We left the underground place. We made sure we had the supplies we needed. And then we rode off into the sunset. For details, please refer to the previous Uh episode. If we're riding north, I'm pretty sure it's not into the sunset. Oh, you know what? That's a good point. Sunrise. Sure. (laughs) I'll keep believing. (laughs) (laughs) Now as we find out, not only is there weird uh, months in this world, it also is north and south set and sunset and rise. (laughs) You don't know. Well, technically, there is two suns. Is this sense. the first time we're hearing about this? Because I feel first like that's, that's a detail we should yeah. know prior. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's never come up before, so. <laughs> yeah, tell me about these two sons, please. I feel like as, as a character who lives in this world, I would have noticed at some point. Uh, yeah, it's pretty, pretty fair. Pretty fair. As a character who's traveled this world very well, you know, thoroughly, I think. You know, just from this one continent alone, I've kind of been to each end of it. I uh, probably would know about two sons. Yeah, I mean, y'all, it never came up before. It was never a thing that well, needed to come up. now's the time. Go on, <laughs> yeah. give, us, give us the lore. What's about these two sons? <laughs> so, the two sons are called Midas and Sylph. Midas goes from east to west like a normal sun would and then Sylph goes from south to north Sylph is a um, a blue star is what they're called where they're like newer they're not they have they're still burning really hot they're not not as big as a red giant or whatever and they're it's real small and its cycle is uh, its sunset is roughly noon on uh, Midas's sunset but we track the Midas is just a typical red giant. We, well, I mean, you keep saying typical, but it's like, you know, it's because it's typical for Earth. Anyway. Um, Earth regular. <laughs> there you go. The established Earth norm for humans. Anyway. Um, so we track time based on Midas. You track so. And self is like. A really Sylph bright star noon. in the sky, essentially. Essentially, yeah. So, I just gotta say, for anybody who would be farming in this world, this would be absolutely horrendously terrible. Oh, it's horrible. That's why they grow underground. Those abyssal carrots and abyssal blueberries are a thing. I'm just like, good lord. <laughs> Two suns that go in completely weird opposite directions. Yeah. So when does it rise? Because if it sets at noon... Midnight, just to say, just to give a big F you to everybody around. (laughs) Yeah! (laughs) I'm just trying to picture Yolby, and she's just like, sunlight sucks already. (laughs) So, let's go out into the the solar system here for this. Uh. There's four planets in the solar system, (laughs) Mm -hmm. and then they, they orbit just like normal. On a, on a regular orbit around Midas. Okay. Whereas Sylph orbits around Midas the opposite direction. Like, it goes up up and down, I guess. An, a vertical orbit instead of a horizontal orbit. Okay. And is this one of those things where, like, you don't actually have this star in the sky except for the summer months? Into spring, I'll tell you what. Into spring, uh, through summer is when you'll see is when uh, Sylph will be visible. That's why I didn't know about it yet. We're just getting to the end of spring. 
Yes, all the other years we have lived on this planet. <laughs> well, right. thank you for the um, the Bill Nye the Science Guy lesson on the stars and the sun, the galaxy. Um. Tell you what, headed I'm, towards summer would be a terrible time to be. How many right moons now. are there? I'm just gonna I'm yeah. just gonna cover my bases. How many moons are there? Just one. It's just one moon. Just one it's moon. Okay, does, does the moon just have a name? Where's <clears throat> well, my name? Ha, you were not expecting me to ask that. I See? was not about the moon actually. The moon is Ira. It's named after mm -hmm. the ancient war. We goddess. mentioned this at some point, I forgot it. Okay. I, I'm just waiting for a science nerd to come tell us, like, actually, all your uh, space stuff <laughs> pushes up glasses totally wrong. That's not how space works and all uh, that bullshit. I mean, <laughs> I'm waiting my, for it. My, my inner space nerd was cringing at the star thing, but I'm like, I'll let it go. It's fantasy. <laughs> Don't do it. I want to hear it. I want to hear somebody's math Magic and logic. Fantasy. Just, I just want to <laughs> hear it. Uh, so well, make that your review comment today, please and thanks. Yeah. Um, anybody who mentions how orbits work, I will definitely. I, I want to be your friend. Um. So you can send all of your hate mail to text. What's your email address again? <laughs> no. Just send it to Patreon. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> that was a fun tangent. Yeah, so we're on the road, right? The road. In our, in the our road. wagon and chariot. And it's late spring, which Heading means there north. are two suns. Yes. Yes. I'm so sorry, you'll be. And, uh... I know, right? She's just going to be like, I hate the sunlight. She probably likes fall the most. Hates winter because it's too fucking cold. <laughs> Drow like heat, but hate the sun. Yep. <laughs> Meanwhile, probably just live like in an under volcano bullshit. You know, <laughs> I do. <laughs> Best of both worlds. Yeah. Warm and dark. Yep. All right. So, traveling north through the snake woods, or yeah, that's what I'm gonna go with for these woods because. I didn't feel like changing the name. And now, dumb question: Snake Woods because of snakes, or Snake Woods because of the way they snake around the? Uh... That. Okay, that's what that that one. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? There's You'll be Titan boas in this. So woods. ready to fight snakes. <laughs> <laughs> so ready. <laughs> And you've been traveling for about three, maybe four hours unimpeded. And you can tell it's about noon mm -hmm. as Sylph, the blue sun, is setting in the distance. Ah, so we did ride off into the sunset. I was right all along. Technically, yes, yeah. you'd be correct. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I invented a whole second sun we didn't know about, but... <laughs> <laughs> All right, and I'm going to need the three of you to roll perception checks. Boy, God, I'm so the sun's still up. So great at these. Are they sight based? They are sight based. Oh. It's not a super high DC. It's not a big deal. Well, D&D Beyond hates me. Again. I got an 8. <laughs> and that 20. 21. And that 20 for 22. That 20. A 21. That's pretty impressive for you. Yeah, what's it, my uh, other one was a nat 20. <laughs> and what was Zeke's? <laughs> well... Zug's the only one of the five of you that doesn't notice this. I must say it's because he's inside the wagon, mm -hmm. so he doesn't see it. But uh, all four of you, will, all four of the others, will notice that anytime light comes through the canopy of the large tree above, uh, 
which you are under uh, traveling for this long you are almost completely under the canopy of the large uh, cherry willow and anytime light comes through it 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 uh casts a brilliant rainbow colored light on everything the gayest of forests <laughs> how, um, so question for Zugs I might know why he failed this so badly how smooth is this ride in the carriage uh tell you what current one driving carriage is dizzy so let's see well uh dirt road Little car in a dirt road, that kind of bumpy. Oh, he'd probably be sleeping. Like starting to <laughs> nod off. <laughs> Man, even through Yulby's game of I Spy. Oh, he's he's learned to do that out a long time ago. <laughs> um, I mean, we're gonna look around and are all the rainbows, but um okay, so I know that the tree is associated with the fae, because we already have been told mm -hmm. that part by the tree itself, um I thought before we mentioned that it was associated with gods too am I misremembering this? Yes so I don't know if you wrote it down or not but uh, the five ascended gods, along with the king of the fairies, Harlequin, are the ones who planted this tree. It is uh, what they use to seal the calamity. Gotcha. Okay. Mm -hmm. uh. That case. I think uh, Callie will be. She'll seem just a little more on edge as they near the tree. It's kind of like finding okay. ways to busy herself instead of playing the game. Like maybe fidgeting with something. And yeah. Everything feels serene and peaceful as you come out of the uh, Snakewoods tree line and into this large, as far as the eye can see, open valley where at its, what you would assume is the center is the base of the cherry willow. Everyone is sick with Zug since Zug is asleep to roll perception checks. I mean, if the carriage stopped, he'd probably wake up because it's no longer that nice, gentle rocking. Very well. <laughs> then roll a perception check. <laughs> Dirty 20. No. An 8. An 8. 5. Alright, Dandy Van, I'm not rolling you anymore. <laughs> You've lost your privileges. <laughs> Don't feel bad. Dizzy doesn't see anything either. <laughs> oh, but Lyle sees it. Alright. So, Lyle and Callie will notice as they pull into this valley that there are little mushroom caps all over the valley. Every now and then, you will see a group of them move around. There are mushroom caps all over the valley. Yeah, like um, yeah, like the uh, the little they look like mushrooms yeah. from as high up on the horses and carriages and stuff that y'all are on. Mushroom people, probably delicious. Uh, they're in a variety of different colors. There are uh, what you can tell through the through the the the. the the faint glow of the rainbow of from all the light there are brown caps white caps red caps there's a few purple ones some of them have polka dots 
The polka dot ones are most likely poisonous. I wouldn't eat those ones. And they and they seem to move on occasion. Every now and then, a group of them will move around. Seriously, have you ever heard of moving mushroom caps before? You specifically give me a history check. Seems this seems the Pally's alley of weird things. Um, <laughs> that is a sixteen. Sixteen. Yes. Ah. These uh, any when you see groups of mushroom caps like this, and they're essentially the uh, this the twigmen that all that that alder was disguised as. There, and there's just groups of them all over this valley. This does relax here somewhere. Um, after, after a moment of watching these little twigmen move about, she'll kind of lean out and speak to uh, Yulby. Mm-hmm. Yulby, look, look around. There's a there's a bunch of your friends nearby. The little twigmen. Pointing at the mushrooms. She'll do a squint, because it's sunlight hours. Uh, like, trying to see. Rainbow sunlight like, hours. <laughs> yeah. You're like, no, that's... I'm pretty sure those are called mushrooms. Well... Or maybe they're one of those umbrella contraption things? Kind of hard to tell. <laughs> Squints. <laughs> Fairly certain mushrooms can't move around on their own, but uh, believe what you will, I suppose. She's like, I was trying to be nice and share this thing with you, but that's fine. Call me a liar, I don't care. No, not, not quite that. That's about it. friends that are mushrooms. That's why she said twigmen right after it, to clarify who she was talking about. Anyway. Oh, you're saying this in character. But they're not twigs! <laughs> they're called twigmen. They have mushrooms on their heads. But a mushroom's from, not From a up above, they look like mushrooms. Per- perhaps, but... Well, she's, she's just gonna get off a banana nut and go over and check it out now. <laughs> she can't see very well. Too a little too far for her comfort to see. I, I imagine, imagine Sug over here and all this would just be like, uh, Dizzy, I want whatever she had this morning. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So, uh, as you get off and go to investigate, give me a dexterity check. I guess. You know what? No, 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 no. Animal handling. What an animal handle. As the twigmen attack. <laughs> How's the 13? 13. So, uh, as you'll be, reaches down to uh, try to investigate these mushrooms. Maybe try to pick one up. Uh, they, like, skitter away. Oh. And one of them looks up at her and blows her, blows a raspberry at her as it runs away. She'll blow one right back. <laughs> and then laugh. And they all look pretty similar to what Alder looked like. Just different colors. Oh! This is going to be fun. She's going to sit down on the ground and start patting her legs in like a rhythmical pattern because drums and I don't have a drum (laughs) (laughs) twig man dance gonna get them to dance a twig man dance because all I can think of is the mushroom dance (laughs) alright you gonna do that roll a performance we'll see how well that goes 16 oh yeah so as you're sitting there you're probably doing one of the um, probably one of the little the drum type sounds you heard while you were at the arena mm-hmm. and all of these little uh, these little twig men start doing like mock battles and uh, 
almost rehearsed look like they're like play fighting and stuff like that <laughs> wrestling and all kinds of stuff amazing she'll be amused by this and told told to do something else <laughs> uh, everyone else other than you'll be if you're watching you'll be give me perception checks perceptioning so much today yeah <laughs> look at all the things uh, 18. 18. Well, I got a different die out, and it wasn't much better. I got an 8. <laughs> 8. I'm not doing good today! Oh. Yeah, maybe he's got some dust in his <laughs> eyes or something. doesn't see Jeez. this. He's, like, half asleep. Yeah. That, that lo- after yeah, that long so... car ride, when you just, like, you're kind of, like, three quarters of the way still asleep. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so, uh, when Cal- Callie looks at uh, Yulby... So he was reminded of back when they had first uh, finished dealing with the Doomcat at the uh, War Beast, when Yulby's armor was glowing and looked like it had magic sparkles all over it. And the area around Yulby is alight with these little wisps of magic light, and uh, her armor seems to be glowing again as she plays with the uh, Fae. I um, hate to break it to you, but Callie will very quickly come to the conclusion that, you know, this is a very magical place. There's rainbow light everywhere, and also Faye like to make illusions and play fun games. So there's not going to be like a <laughs> like a strong reaction from her. But she might tell you a little bit about it later. But like right now, she's just kind of watching. She might have a very smug I told you look <laughs> on her face, but... Man, you'll be playing with the Twigger. She's not going to notice. I know. It's fine. The look isn't for you. <laughs> the looks to make Callie feel better. Basically, yeah. <laughs> after, I mean, after watching this until scene someone... for a moment, going to look around <laughs> at the tree, at the clearing, and then at Lyle. Lyle. Was there a reason he wanted us to stop by the tree? Uh, Lyle did tell you that Harlequin was waiting for y'all at the tree. Echo forgot that. Technically he called him Harley. He kept calling him Harley. He didn't say Harlequin. I also forgot that. Doesn't matter whether or not I as Abon remembered or if Yulby does, because she's not <laughs> going to. <laughs> so, if if Lyle reminds her of this, she will nod. Yulby, just uh, whenever you're finished, we need to make our way to the tree next. Meh. I sooner I can get out of here, I think the better. Mm. A little too much for me. <laughs> well, you'll be having fun playing this game. If we have to go over... How far is the tree from where we are? Is it still a bit? About, this valley is pretty large. And the tree, because of how big it is, it actually looks like it's close. But it's still like... Just to get to the base, it's still maybe a two-hour... Uh, carriage ride. Jeez. <laughs> yeah, you'll be we'll finish up the little game and song. Take a fun little bow uh, in front of all the twigmen. And then give them kind of like a playful fun salute thing in Kupwe. It's like, I gotta get going, but this was fun. Point of order, is her armor still glowing? Yeah. She gets back toward the carriage and to get on her horse and things. Callie will point that out. Oh, uh, you'll be... is that... 
Your armor is glowing. Was that an intentional effect that you did, or is that something perhaps the twigmen did? She'll look down at her armor and then she'll look up towards, I guess, the canopy where all the sunlight was coming in. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Be like, sure it's not the sunlight? Because this, this is kind of weird. <laughs> <laughs> Fairly Shrug. certain, but uh, can't be one hundred percent sure. Don't know the way your armor works, or if it has any magic to it, so I can't really speak on it. No. I mean, if you put your lips against the armor, you could speak <laughs> on it, but there's no magic involved. Just so you know, it's very easy to do. Like, there's, like, a silence for several seconds. <laughs> and then she'll look over at, at Dizzy and be like, I think it's time for us to get going, yes? Yeah, we should, we should keep moving. Yeah, get on the horse and go. <laughs> so, I think, uh... I think Zug would sit back in the uh, the carriage, and um, I want to do the is that standard actions with familiars? I haven't I had a familiar in so long. Uh, uh, familiar is standard action. You can like view through your familiar, right? Is that standard stuff? Yeah. I, I, I haven't had a familiar in ages. I haven't played a character with that could even get familiars for a while. So I think he would sit when back and uh, let his uh, familiar fly up and kind of use the eyes of the familiar to survey what's ahead instead of using his own. Because apparently they're not very great today. <laughs> I think you can get advantage with that depending on your familiar. Yes. I know I've been playing with an owl yeah, well, familiar yeah. in another game. Uh, I do have the advantage on um, hearing and insight through the owl stats because that's what you agreed to use. Mmm, nice. Mm -hmm. That's what I was told to use, actually, I should say. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. So, after another couple hours of uh, riding. You come up to the base of the, the this tree, and standing at the base of this tree, you can look to either side and cannot see where it turn where where it starts to turn round to to go around to the back side of the tree. It's that far apart, like that far across. All three of you, while standing here, can feel this very warm, very uh, inviting magic emanating from this tree. Oh yes. Nobody's gonna get off the horse. Very sus. And go hug the tree. <laughs> I love it. It's awesome. <laughs> Kelly <laughs> is going to dismount the carriage and just kind of keep her distance from the tree. Very much not hugging it. <laughs> yeah, I think Zug would uh, call his familiar back and kind of stand just uh, either just off the carriage or right at the edge of the carriage. Just not not particularly happy about this tree that's very inviting. <laughs> Note to self, the orc doesn't like nice things. He's why we can't have nice things. Uh. It's not that he doesn't like nice things, it's that a tree that magically says, come, I'm warm. That is hella sus. That's a tree that eats you. 
I start looking around to see yeah. any signs of Harlequin or what he wants us to do here or, you know, a, a sure. Roll me an investigation. point toward what we're supposed to do at this tree? side of the tree. That is a nat 20, which makes it nat 20. 21. Alright. So as you're investigating this area around the tree, uh, you'll see a few of these uh, willow leaves that are massive just laying on the ground over here. And uh, you'll look up after investigating for a bit, not really finding anything of note. You'll see... Uh, Lyle has walked over to a, uh, a spot on the trunk of the tree that looks like a black mark instead of this um, the, the typical brown and reddish color of the willow tree. There's a black mark and he puts his hand on it and then passes through inside the tree. Uh, that seems like a very suspicious trap um well it seems that's where we should go it's been nice for Lyle to mention something to us as he left but I suppose we can't expect the world of him She'll, like, gesture for Zuck to follow her. Kind of glance over at Yolby to see if she's noticing or following at all and head over to where that black mark is. Put her hand on... She'll probably hear. Oh, yeah, she'll probably hear you and start moving over in whatever direction that was. Zuck would follow, grumbling about Faye and their weird tricks and trees and all this crazy magic just a bunch of just crumbling like glances over at Zug and just I'm fairly certain Faye would say the same things about you Zug Orc and with all of his uh, strange customs and behaviors and tricks and magic They probably would, but it doesn't make it any less strange for me, so here I am. Might make it less unpleasant if you understood the uh, perspective, I suppose. Go to the tree and put her hand on the black mark. So after Kelly disappears, is like, I just, I, not that I don't want to understand, I just feel something deep down, like I have to not like this, and He's going to kind of follow suit. Give her enough time if you know, she has to move. Not to just like steamroll over her inside the tree. If I put my hand on the black mark, can I go inside? Or was that a Lyle-only invitation? Oh yeah, you pass. No, you, you pass through as soon as you touch the black mark. Last is Yulby. What is Yulby doing? She's going to curiously look at the mark. And then do what they did. It's like, this is not a door, but it somehow I acted like a door. <laughs> mm -hmm. My door logic is failing. What's going on? <laughs> I think just before Yulby passes through all the way, Dizzy looks up and sees everybody's gone and Yulby's going through into the tree. Uh, I think I'll just stay here with the cart. Y'all have fun. I'm not saying Callie intentionally excluded him, but she might have intentionally <laughs> excluded him. She's not his biggest fan. It's fine. Man, if Zuck knew that was an option, he would have taken that one. Alright. <laughs> 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 so... The three of you are now inside the tree trunk. I am going to need all three of you to roll perception checks. Oh, good. I've been on... Sight-based, and there is no sunlight in here, Yulby, so you have regular... I've been on fire with these all regular. night long. Goodness. 
I might need to stop you. They'll, sorry. That'll be a 13. 13. Well, I just tried another dice, and uh, that's only an 11. So I'm getting slightly better now. <laughs> well, at least you're not still rolling all eights. That's fair. Uh, just a little, little bit of improvement. Or Callie's favorite number of four. Yeah, oh, yeah. Um, I was going to say, I might need to stop using these physical dice because I swear that's another nat 20, and I don't know how that's happening. <laughs> and I feel like it's, a cheater I mean, at this, this one point. Was a, this is a low DC. So. Like, personally. <laughs> It's a low DC this time, so uh, as you as you pass through, this looks the inside of what this tree was looks like the semblance of a small home. There is uh, a chair, some chairs, and a table. There's actually a window on the wall over there that looks like that looks out into the the uh, the valley, but you couldn't see that from from outside. Mm -hmm. There's there's a little sitting area. There's a fireplace. So, you're telling me that the Fae have invented one-way tree bark. It's <laughs> <laughs> <was> pretty cool. <laughs> Am I still glowing like a rainbow at the moment? The glow has faded. Okay. Interesting. And, uh... You look around... And you see Lyle kind of sitting crisscross in front of the fireplace. And you hear movement. Somewhere in the back of the room. And out from the back half of the room, or technically it's another room, walks a man, roughly dwarf size, a little bit little bit shorter than you'll be. Mm -hmm. He has uh, about seven or eight wings, just kind of sitting uh, sitting at ease on his back. Look almost like a, they almost look like a cape as he walks. And he's wearing just some basic clothing, nothing super fancy. Just, and he says, "Oh, it's, finally you've made it." The voice all sounds familiar to all of you. Because this time, it's not coming from Lyle. You'll be very stumped. I mean, it's just common, like, Avatar-type things. I mean, I don't think Zug would be too necessarily surprised by... This voice coming from this a different thing, but well, I uh, meet you again, I suppose. Aldous here. Oh right, right. Let me let me formally introduce myself to you. And he sets he sets what he was holding down on a table, and he bows. Holding. I am Harlequin Everwing, King of the Fairies. We'll return the bow, because it feels impolite not to. You'll be offers a handshake. He smiles and shakes Jubi's hand. Russia grins. Be like, you'll be all right. Pleasure to meet you. <laughs> Hold on, is that the first time you'll be said her last name in in the group? Yeah, he said his his uh, last name, so she's like, oh yes, this is a thing. I think, but yeah, I'm pretty sure that's the first time she said it. Mm -hmm. <laughs> okay. I think Callie's reaction would just be a soft chuckle. Like, she very much think that, thinks that that name fits Yulby. Very much so. The girl protects literally everything all the time. <laughs> I 
<laughs> She'll pause and kind of glance over at Zug to see if he's introducing himself and kind of allow him to go first if he wants. Eight. I think the best way to describe the look on his face is just like that. The best way to describe the look on his face would be almost like a, a like confusion meets like a scowl. She'll look back at uh, Harlequin and just, um, I have been, I'm, I'm known as Callie by most, uh, companion here doesn't seem willing to share his name at present. May I ask again what it is you called us here for? We are on a time schedule. Right. The things that I called you here for. Well, with my avatar being this close to the valley, I was able to separate myself from him and use my full extent of my, or the full extent of my magic to search for my children. And Alder, if you want to know, he is fine. He is happy and his uh, ceiling tree is growing quite nicely. His siblings, however, are all north of the mountains. of the mountains, so there aren't any in the ocean or desert, as you mentioned before? They are not there anymore, no. Either the one I fought with sought them out and took them there, or they were called there by some other means. That I do not know. at her companions again uh, just to see if anybody else has any input or questions or things like that. She's not exactly used to being the one to take the leader role in the group. So she's like, I don't... <laughs> okay. <laughs> Pauses for a moment. Yeah. And I think Go ahead. Yeah, she's like, you'll be just listening along. She's got nothing to say. It's like, okay, fetch quest is still north. <laughs> Don't need to divert anything. Good. Still, she's still, along. still more fetch to the quest. Got it. Yeah. Do... <laughs> Sorry. Do you have any mm -hmm. reason to believe that they are all three affected by the darkness? At least Palov or Palov is. Um, that negative energy coming from him is strong enough to mask their powers. So I do not know if they are corrupted as well. Those, the three of you are heading for the only active entrance into the kingdom north of the mountains. The others have either collapsed over time, the magic may have faded, who knows. I've searched for the others, but the one entrance that I found that is still active is 
The locals in the area call it the Crystal Caverns. Oh, yes, we did receive a map. But... Oh, you have a map. Mm-hmm. Magical. So, I think Sug would uh, start to uh, get the map and like unroll it as, at the mention of the map. From one that uh, uses the name Sari, generally, uh, you, you might know her. Yes, I do know Lady Sari. Kelly is really careful with names around Faye. <laughs> In fact, I was there for the birth of her children. There's a moment of silence in which Callie wasn't entirely sure why he gave that detail, but was like waiting for him <laughs> to either expand on it or move on. And like, it just got really awkward for a second. I think you'll be able to just say congratulations. (laughs) 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 And uh, after like moving on from that point, because he had a, a senior moment. Uh, he, the the cave, the crystal caverns, are. Well, the enchantment on them tests a person's fears. Yes. So whoever goes with you will be facing their greatest fear. I've received this warning before. Yes. That is not the only test it gives, though. Do we have to do fucking letters again? I hate that. Letters? No, and he chuckles a little bit. (laughs) No, dear child, no. Oh, thank goodness. Um, That was the worst part. (laughs) With the lady. The gate through the other side that opens into the kingdom as a guardian Mm. typically I can sense the guardian's magic and I can interact with them from afar but I have not been able to sense them in about 500 years so I do not know if he is still there or not what if he's sleeping that is a possibility Another possibility is the darkness may have corrupted him. Things north of the mountain aren't as pretty and serene as they once be, once were. So what do we need to know about the dude? Other than he, let's see, he looks as if he is a stone knight. Wears this very dark, almost black armor, and stands vigilant like a statue at the gate. Uh, I can tell you his weakness is um, holy light, if that makes any sense. Mm. Oh, we can't just ask him to let us on through because you said so? Typically, my blessing would be all you would need to get through, but as I have not been able to contact him, I do not know. This all depends on you. And he points at each one of you individually. Well, what about a note? Because sometimes I would get a paper from one of the ladies to let me go check out another room in the building and normally a note would let me go past 
note. Hmm. Mm -hmm. Or a token, perhaps. That might work. And he goes over to this uh, small little, uh, almost looks like a jewelry box. He opens it up and he digs through it a bit. And he pulls out a single, uh, it's like a, it's almost, it almost looks like a feather. But it is uh, like half of its half of the fletching on the feather is gone, and it has a quill tip on the end of it, and it is uh, looks like it's made of gold. And he hands it out for one of y'all to take. You'll be able to take it. She's used to the hall pass. <laughs> if he is still of his right mind, this will. Um, this will get through to him and you will be able to pass through and if he isn't you may have to physically move him uh, allow me to clarify my question if yes. he decides that he is not to be moved in such a way that um, he can recover from the damage. Mm. Harley thinks for a moment. He takes in a deep breath and slowly lets it out. Well, if that is the case, then so be it. I will miss my friend, but the lives of every single living creature on this planet trump his will. Mm. He's made of stone. Is he the sort of creature that can be uh, rendered unconscious? So long as his core is intact, I can rebuild him at any time. But if you happen to have to destroy his core, so be it. We'll do what we can to make that a last resort. Hmm. There is nothing much else I can give you um, except for wish of luck as this is going to take everything you've got to stop what's coming this feels like a silly good thing I don't Sorry. got much <laughs> this feels like a silly question uh DM yes oh, but yes. does a wish of luck from the king of the fairies carry any actual like magic to it? Just, just curious. <laughs> hmm. In due time. In due oh, time. Okay. Oh boy, that's a nice vague answer. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's also not Jack, and he's not luck. <laughs> well, I know, but fey magic and all the words are literal. I mean, yeah, just fey magic to a fey guardian <laughs> in a fey cave. Yeah, it just, it felt, you know, like maybe there was enough concentrated magic here for that to be a thing, but it's okay. <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> All right. And Harley will uh, offer each of you just some it's just like a bag of rations almost like it's fresh fruit and stuff from the area he says um, to keep your strength up you're gonna need it other than that I have nothing else to discuss with you I will nod kind of glance at the others and then like 
start moving to make her way out. Just, uh, thank you for your assistance. We best be on our way. Start trying to leave. Can Lyle stay here? If it's gonna be so dangerous. I think Lyle hears his name and he stands up and he says, I was actually going to talk to you about that. Um, Harley has offered to let me keep this place as my own. Cool. So I don't think I'm going to continue traveling with you all. Well, yeah, it's going to get dangerous, kiddo. She pat his head. <laughs> he smiles, then bows a little bit. You've been very good friends to me. Well, you're welcome. You've been very good to us, too, while you've been with us. Anyway, stay safe. I guess we're going to go save the world and stuff. Goodbye forever. <laughs> I wouldn't know about forever, but yes, goodbye for now. I don't do well with goodbyes. Ah, we'll be back. Zeg over here trying to fight crying. Callie has not paused on her trek out, so I'm sorry. <laughs> Yeah, you usually go right back out the door. It's not like for any sort of distaste for Lyle. Like, just every minute they spend uh, sitting around is another, like, minute further away the thing they're chasing can get. Like, they, they, they need to go now. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. Nobody's leaving. She already said goodbye. It was weird and awkward, and it's fine. Yeah, Zuck would hunt around just for the, like, Saying goodbye, and then just mention how he hates saying goodbye, and then walk, go through the path, the doorway again. Just not wanting to say goodbye. <laughs> I think since Zug is the last one out, uh, Lyle would tell Zug, like, please tell Dizzy, uh, I will see him again sometime. Do you want me to say it in a way that makes him shiver in his boots, or? In a more Yulby way. <laughs> he chuckles. Whichever you prefer. Well, I definitely prefer making him shiver a little bit, so that's always fun. <laughs> and as Zug exits the room, that is where we will stop. Woosa. Da da da. Uh. So thank you all for uh, thank you all for uh, tuning into the episode. Um, we, you know, want to hear what your likes, dislikes, you know, wherever you're listening to us. You know, leave us feedback, leave us reviews. Um, if there's anything you really that really stands out, you want to definitely share. We love those stories. If there's anything you think we need to improve, we also love those stories. And there's. You know, as long as you can, if you can give us feedback, we would love to hear and make it better for all everyone listening. Um, I missed my cue. I'm sorry. Hi guys. Uh, oh man, please check out our Discord. Um, it's linked in the in the comments if you just check down there. Uh, we we love to hang out. There's all sorts of fun things there. There's places to share pictures of your cats or chat with people about games or just, you know, I don't know, maybe mention things about the show, but it's not, it's not required. Um, but yeah, if you want to stop by and chat with us, we'd love to see you. Or if you don't feel like going there, you can always check out our social media at Facebook on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook and check out what we've got going on. I don't know what's going to be posted, but something interesting is happening. Just, just like our content. Tell us what. Tell us. Tell us things in short, itty bit segments. Yes. 
And lastly, I will leave you all with the topic of the week. This one is pulling it straight from the episode itself. And that is, we want to hear about your stories when you had to tell someone goodbye. We want to hear those D&D stories. No, I want to cry. Goodbye! (laughs) 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 I recently had one of those in my game, so chat with me about it. Goodbye! Bye. All right. And as always, we are Fate Rest. We love y'all. Bye. <laughs>